As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. Disney Assembled is sponsored by our patrons over on Patreon. If you would like to join them, go to our website, DisneyAssembled.com. Click on that Patreon button. Membership starts as little as $2 a month. You can also go to the Patreon website, search Patreon.com slash Disney Assembled. Make sure to check it out. All right. Yes. And if you would like to add even more Disney magic to your life, Check out Magic of the Mouse Radio. Magic of the Mouse Radio is the best internet radio station playing all of your favorite Disney music 24-7, 365. Disney Assembled is part of the Magic of the Mouse Radio family, and you can hear our show every, t- every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the Magic of the Mouse Radio family, I'm so proud to be a part of the Magic of the Mouse News family. MagicOfTheMouseNews.com has articles for anything and everything Disney-related that you might want to read, so make sure you go check it out. I know I said last week that I have an idea in my mind, and I do actually have it, like, trust. I just, my, coming up on Thursday, this Thursday, February 8th, is my senior show, which is my senior capstone project for creative writing, and it's a big performance, and it's a big deal, and it's been kind of eating up my time pretty much since December, but I do have the idea in my brain. Don't you fret. Yep. So make sure you check out magicofmassnews.com. Yeah, the senior show is coming up this coming Thursday, February 8th. This episode will be released on Sunday, February, I don't know. Fourth. What, fourth. Today's the third. No, oh, today's, today's the, the fourth. fourth. Yeah, we're recording on February 4th and it'll come out later today. So yeah, the senior show is a big deal for Mimi. So if you're listening to the show and you like to wish her well, send us a message at Disney Assembled. She'll get that message. I'm sure she would love to get the well wishes from all you guys who've been supporting us over these years, especially those of you who've been with her from the beginning of our very beginning of her high school experience. She's coming to an end of high school. And uh, yeah, so if you've been around the whole four years, you've uh, been part of this big journey. So congratulations on that. We know it's going to be a great show. I am looking forward to it. Heck yeah. It ought to be great. Last week we did a nice talk. I think it was pretty well received by people who were listened. And we sort of did part one of life lessons children can learn by going to Walt Disney World. Right. And so we I said get, everybody, I bet yeah, you can guess what this week is. Yeah, because we had a long list, and this week we're going to do part two, right? The next ten, your children can learn at right. Walt Disney World. Right. So we'll go through ten more things that we think are life lessons that children will learn by going to Walt Disney World. We'll also have our Disney Dad Joke of the Week, and we'll have our trivia question week. So we we did the trivia question two weeks ago. We started it. We did it at the end of the show last week. You kind of did it before the joke, right after the joke. When did I'm we do, do it, it. guys? Now. You want to do it now? All right. Yeah. We'll do so, it first. What I should say is um, we'll do last week's question now, and then we'll do this week's question. But what I will say is we did not get a correct answer 
submitted to us for this week's question, which was kind of weird because I thought everybody would get this answer, mm -hmm. right? So why don't we repeat last week's questions to people who did, maybe didn't hear it last week. They can get back to us and they can tell us what the answer is. And then we'll for do sure. this week's question. This was last week's question. Oh, what was it? Yeah, it was, who is the proprietor of the restaurant that Lady and the Tramp visit in Lady and the Tramp? So we did not get a correct answer to that that question last week. I don't want to give the answer, right? I want to give people another week. Maybe somebody can give that answer to us this week. What do you think? Sure, we give but everybody I also want to read the next question. All right, so we do have this week. So we have two questions this week. Right? So Go. Um, the next one is in the Jungle Book, how do the animals refer to Mowgli? So right. those are the two questions this week. So you can answer so. either one of those questions by sending us an email, disneyassembly.gmail.com or... A message. a message, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all at Disney Assembled. Yep, that's it. That's the stuff. All right. Life lessons. One of the lessons in life that everyone should learn is to relax, have a good time and find the humor in every day, uh -huh. which is an awkward segue to the Disney Dad Joke of the Week. Okay. <laughs> so are you ready for this week's Disney Dad Joke of the Week? Yes. All right, here we go. Disney fans everywhere. It is time for this week's Disney Dad Joke of the Week. Oh, boy. Mimi. Yeah. Goofy. Yes. You know, he opened a bank account and soon afterwards decided to sign up for gymnastics classes. Mm -hmm. Do you know why? No. He was looking for a way to increase his balance. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's the joke. That one was short and sweet. Short and sweet to the point. Disney dad joke. Great. Ladies and gentlemen, Disney fans, if you have a Disney dad joke that you want us to consider using on the show, send us an email, Disney symbol at gmail.com. We'll consider it. If we haven't used it yet, uh, we will, uh, We'll Heck yeah. yeah. All right. Let's put, can you put the Disney, official Disney assembled cell phone yeah. in between us so that we can both read off this so list? I have the list. We have the next 10, starting with the one that's yeah. positioned at the very top. So the this. one we ended off last week was sleeping, sleep and nutrition. All right. So before we tell the first one this week, context, we are sharing these as observations we made in the park about what we think kids can learn, life lessons kids can learn. Mm -hmm. So we're not necessarily passing judgment on people, but we are saying based on our trips to the park, these are some things people could learn, right? And we'll give some explanation. Well, I think it's not it's not necessarily things that people need to learn. It's just like things that your kids can pick up on while being at Disney World. I mean, look, you're going to go to Disney World. You may even take off school for it, but, you know, get a note. You know, send a note to the teacher saying, listen. Learning never stops. I learned. I learned some stuff, especially this one. You can get this for a PE unit because this one is exercise. We do so much exercise at Disney World just by walking around every single day and not drinking enough water and not eating enough. But it's important for kids to learn the importance of exercise. And if you don't, you know, right, do it. Being at Disney can be very hard. There are people who do not exercise regularly. That's fine. That's their choice. They go to Disney, they're putting in 20,000 plus steps a day. It's tough. It's hard to keep up. You know, and if you're me, because the rest of y'all, you know, don't do this. I mean, I'm carrying a backpack. You know, I got. I carry my backpack. I've got about 10 pounds worth of gear and water bottles and everything else in a backpack. So I'm carrying a backpack, 20 something thousand steps a day up and down stairs. You know, uh, we don't run, don't run. You're not allowed to run in the park, but walk briskly. Right. And if you can embrace how much exercise can help you, 
you might see that in the park. And, and of course, being at Disney, people feel good when they're at Disney. I mean, it feels good to get out there and move, right? Instead of doing a lot of moving. We were actually there our last trip. During the Run Disney. During Run Disney Marathon weekend. was weekend. part of that, yeah. So there were a lot of people there who were obviously exercisers on the regular, right? A lot of, we saw a lot of people that mm-hmm. obviously do a lot of exercising. But yeah, this is our first lesson for part two. Exercise. Learn to embrace exercise. Heck yeah. Yeah, it makes you feel good. All right. The next one is one that I tell you and your brother all the time. And it is a big life lesson that I learned even before going to Disney. And at Disney, it's even more important than ever. And For it's sure. this. It's called, I, I labeled it under preparation, but this is what I mean. It is better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. So people to ask all the time, what do I need to pack? What do I need to bring with me to a Disney park? And this is my answer to them. If you, if you have anything that you think you might need, it is always better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. So yeah, like I know a lot prepared. of people that don't carry ponchos because they don't wear them. And while I understand that because I'm not exactly running to put on my poncho the second it starts raining, um, but it, it can get. It can start to rain pretty hard outside of just a drizzle, you know, and you're going to want a poncho, right? Like pack it. You might not need it your whole trip, but just still pack it, you know, like. Or you may not think you're staying late. So you wear a short sleeve shirt and then the sun goes down and you wish you would have brought that hoodie or that sweatshirt or that long sleeve shirt. Right. Because it gets a little cool. Maybe maybe the the winds picked up. Maybe the clouds came in. Mm -hmm. You could have had it. You could have put it in your bag. Right. Carried it with you. It's better to have it and not need it. Then to need it and not have it. Yeah. It's also like, I think, I don't know. I just think that's a really important lesson in general. You can definitely learn at Disney World, like with kids, I think with like autograph books, you know, because like at Disney World, it's a little bit different than Disneyland. Like you never know when you're going to bump into somebody. And even though you could look on the app, it's just a little bit different, right? Right. You'll never know when you might run into somebody. So you're going to want to have that autograph book. Absolutely. Little things like socks. What if your socks get wet? You know, I'd rather have an extra pair of socks in the bag than, than not. Yeah. Because, you know, you you don't want your feet to get, you know, you got to take care of your feet when you're walking around that much. Right. Right. For sure. So it's just those little things. Be prepared. Think about what you might need. If you're not sure, just throw it in the bag. If you don't need it, at least you had it in case. For sure. The next life lesson that we think children can learn by going to Walt Disney World is called go with the flow. This can mean one of many things. To one, me, it means like you don't always get what you want and you're not always going to get to go do the same ride over and over again or eat at the same place or meet the certain character because that's not what the group wants. And it's OK. All the things that you want to get done will get done. Just go with the flow. Yeah, go with the flow. Don't don't the natural course of the day will become apparent and don't get frustrated over it. Just kind of go with it. Wherever the day takes you, go there, whatever you had planned. You know, if you have to make a detour, that's fine. But just kind of go with the flow. Don't get so frustrated if the thing that you thought was going to happen doesn't happen right away. The other thing about going the flow, going with the flow is there's a lot of people there. And some of it is the flow of traffic, right? Yeah. Go with the flow of traffic, right? So, you know, if you are uh, on a certain you know side of the road, and we'll probably get to this here in a few minutes because I actually see a thing down there that says traffic flow. So I guess maybe we can combine those two. Go with the flaws means traffic flow, right. right? If it's the right side going in the direction you're heading in, go on the right side. You know, it's 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 the people 
going against the stream. Don't fight against the stream. <laughs> Go with the stream, especially right. if you have a stroller. Oh, for sure. If you've if got you a, have, stroller, no, not just a stroller, like if you have any sort of bulky object, like big backpack, wheelchair, scooter, stroller, like please, for the love of everybody who's walking, do not break like the flow of things. Yeah, like, don't go against the grain. Right. Because yeah. not only are you making it more difficult for yourself, you're making it more difficult for everybody around you. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Go with the usually, flow and drive with it's usually ones. on the right side of whatever directional, whatever pathway there is. If the right side is usually the side that's going in the direction or going forward. The left side's going the opposite way. So it depends on where you want to go, but go with the flow. Unless you're like British, then it'll be on the left side. Yeah, but that's why you're here, right? You're on our side. We're not driving there. So we're on our side. Go with the flow. Like stay with the flow of traffic. Don't fight the flow of traffic um, if you can avoid it. Obviously, there could be emergencies. And I mean, I understand Mm -hmm. that, but yeah, the flow. The next one I have found to be really important to me find the vibes, find what's good, what's happy. Um, even when things are seem to be frustrating or difficult, it's just important to find what is making you happy in that moment, even when you're tired or hungry or bored or whatever, you know, like I get really sick and tired of that slinky dog dash cue, but I'll never, I will never get bored looking for hidden Mickey's in it. Right. And I choose to focus on that happiness every time versus being annoyed. Yeah. As someone who is more of a vibe chaser than a ride crusher, I think finding the vibe is really important in Disney parks. And taking the time to just enjoy the vibe that you're in. So it could be in the queue. It could be a vibe in the queue. It could be a vibe under a tree, a park bench, on the monorail. Whatever it is you're doing, enjoy that moment. Like, find the vibe of that moment. Find that good, happy Disney joy. And, you know, allow it to take over. Like, don't be so worried about what's next. Like, stay present. I guess that's, I guess that's what I'm trying to say is, don't worry about what's next on your agenda. You, know, you don't worry about scratching off the rides on the agenda. Enjoy the thing you're doing in that moment. Yeah. And if you do that, what you'll do is you'll look back and you'll realize you had one great moment after another. Right. Just my opinion. Right? And kind of on that note, it kind of goes into the next one. Unplug and pay attention. If you're off your phone or off your devices, you'll be way more connected with what you're doing, connected with your family. Um, it'll be much easier for you to find, you know, the happy moments and find the vibes because, you know, at the end of the day, these things that in our in, that are in our hands are toxic and not good for us, even though we like to think they are. So it's just good to like unplug and, you know, just be, be present with yourself and with your family. But it is also unplug and pay attention, meaning get off your phone while we're walking because you are in the way and I will, I will run over you. Please move out of the way with your phone. If you are on your phone or your iPad or whatever, walking in a crowded Epcot world showcase, I will trip you. You are so annoying. Just pay attention. It's probably like a 10 minute walk to wherever you need to go. And then just, you can look at your phone when you get there. Yeah. I would say, I would say for this one, um, first of all, I want to be clear. It's impossible to go to the park and not have to use your phone. Right. right? That's so unrealistic. What we're not sure. saying is don't use your phone. But if you have to, either move to the side so that you're not walking so slow. Or if you're walking towards someone, you don't bump into them. I have to tell you, there were at least, there were more than a handful of times on the trip where I saw someone so immersed in their technology that they like walked into doors, they walked into posts, they walked yeah. into walls, they tripped over things. You know, 
pay attention, right? What? It's I know you have to use the phone. I know there are times when you have to use it. And I know that if you're standing in the queue and you're playing heads up or whatever it is, I get it. That's There's nothing wrong with that. However, pay attention to your surroundings, know what's going on. And when you don't need to be on the phone, just unplug. Don't be on the phone. Like, there's no reason to check your work email on vacation in my well, yeah. opinion. Right? Well, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's the difference between using your phone for play Disney or heads up or my Disney experience or a phone call or a text versus like checking Facebook or checking Instagram while you're walking. Like you, right. that can, that can wait for something else, but also at the same time, um, the concept, the concept in our family that has worked really well <laughs> is the idea of the natural break. So when you're in line or in, when you're in line for a ride, and the cast member finally decides to like let regular people go after the lightning lane people go. You have to not be the natural break between. You have to be like super close to the party in front of you, so much so that they think you're together, so that they don't separate you, right? And you don't have to wait anymore. Mm. And when people are on their phones in the queue lines, they are always the natural break, and it is so annoying. Like, get off your phone and walk up. Like, we're all like, if like. <laughs> It's crazy to me how many times cast members have to make the announcement, you know, to keep your wait time as short as possible. Please keep up with the party in front of you. It, that's just because people are on their phones, not paying any attention to the fact that the line has moved in front of them. Just get off your phone. You, I'm not saying don't play on Instagram. I'm not saying I'm not saying don't play on TikTok. I'm not saying any attention. of those things. Just pay attention. Right. Pay attention to what's going on around you so that everyone can have a good time. It's like I, I saw many six-year-olds with iPads in their strollers. And I was thinking, do you know you're at Disney World? Do you have any idea? Or are you only looking at Cocomelon on YouTube? Yep. Very different. Yep. There you go. We talked about traffic flow already. That was the next one on the list. So I don't think we need to go into that anymore unless you have something extra to talk about. With no, that. it's just, you know, kind of on that same note, like being aware and not going into the grain. Um, I don't have anything else to it. Another life lesson you can learn, uh, your children can learn on a Disney trip is a sense of direction. You can get turned around in Disney World, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going from left to right to center and there's a hub and you go this way and you go that way. But it is a good opportunity to learn about sense of direction. Like where are the landmarks that you remember so that if you get lost or if you have to go somewhere, you know, having a sense of direction, like over near this thing, right? And right. so it's okay to teach your kids, like they may not know you know, which land is located where, but they can look in, in the, in the air and they can see certain landmarks and they know, well, what is near that thing? And mm -hmm. that's what we mean by a sense of direction. So, you know, depending on the age of the child, if they see space mountain and they have a sense of direction, like what is over there, if they see thunder mountain, right. What is over there? Right. So I think just having a sense of you know, where am I right in, in relative, right, in relative, relative to, the, to the other things around me, where am I right now? Right. And if I need to go from A to B, what is the best way to get from A to B given where I am in this moment? Right. And I think it's being able to navigate the park, not necessarily by themselves, considering how old the child is, but, you know, saying, oh, if we're in Tomorrowland, but if we're by Space Mountain and we need to get to Cinderella's castle, this is how we get there, right? Or if we're by Big Thunder Mountain and we need to get to Seven Dwarves, this is how we get there, right? Um, mm -hmm. And just sort of, you know, being able to identify patterns in the movement that they do, right? Right. right. And the next life lesson you can learn, your kind children can learn. It goes into that. It goes into that a little bit. And this is one that, I mean, we don't 
do this very often because we know where pretty much everything is in the Disney World parks right now. But it's how to read a map. And I'm talking about a paper map. There are paper maps available when you walk into each park. And I see people with them. We we collect them, right? We we get a paper map, even if we don't use them, we still get one. Right. But it's actually kind of cool if you give your child the map and you tell them where you want to go, let the kid lead you there. Let them learn how to take a look at the map, pull it open, figure out where they are, where they need to go, and let them learn how to use a map. You know, how do we get there from here? Right. And 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 they may take the a different direction that you would take. Mm-hmm. But it's part of the learning process. Right. I think it's a really good life lesson for children to learn. Give them a map, have them open it, and then see if they can get there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, don't know, I think that's a great life lesson. For I kids think it learn. definitely is. But you could also use the My Disney Experience app and go into the map there. And it'll sort of essentially Google Maps you to anywhere you need to go. I mean, of course, you could do that. Right. But that's you're plugged in. And you may be staring at the thing we just got talked right. about, you know, unplug and pay attention. That's why I think at the paper map. Again, paper you map. can get. I guess you could just as well not pay attention with a paper map as you would with your phone. But I think also the paper map, like there's something cool about being able to navigate using the paper map. That and also I think it gives the kid like sort of control over what their day looks like, because the paper map has a very clear, very detailed outlined list of the things that are available. And if the kid wants to go ride Winnie the Pooh, the kid will just bring you to Winnie the Pooh. If the kid wants to ride Dumbo, they'll bring you to Dumbo. If they want to ride, you know, whatever, People Mover or Big Thunder or anything, um, you can just do that with the map. So we're now on nine. Well, we have, yeah, we have two more left for this episode. And there's a couple of extras. I think we're going to do those maybe just for our patrons over in Patreon. What do you think? I don't maybe know. We'll, we'll see how we do. I can't think that far that. ahead right now. <laughs> I know you got a busy week ahead of you. The next, the next one is also kind of directional. It is kind of directional, but I want to explain what I mean by it. Why don't you tell everybody what it is? It is pick a direction and go. All right. So this is why I put pick a direction and go. Very often at a Disney park, you have so many options about where to go. And sometimes I see people because they can't make a decision. They end up in this sort of confused state of, do we go here? Do we go there? What do we and I have a saying, you know, the road is filled with squirrels who couldn't decide which way to go. Right. Right. Make a choice and just go. Like, it doesn't matter if it's the best choice. Then there is the best thing. But when in doubt, just pick a direction and go. Should we go left? Should we go right? Should we go to Mexico? Should we go to Canada? Should we go to Adventureland? Should we start in Tomorrowland? It, okay. Yeah. I mean, you can have a conversation, but it shouldn't lead to this, you know, such a confusing state that you end up doing nothing. Not even just that. It's the running back and forth across the parks isn't fun and it doesn't utilize your time well. And it it just gets really tiring to go from Toy Story Land to Galaxy's Edge to Sunset Boulevard to Mickey and Minnie's to Indiana Jones, back to Galaxy's Edge, back to Toy Story Land. Like, that's not fun. Like, it, we are also very organized people, right? And we kind of want to do things methodically and pick a direction, go in the circle. Um, some people certainly aren't like that. And I'm not saying that we haven't had our moments of running around like chickens with their heads cut off. But I, I, I think choosing to go either into Frontierland or into Adventureland or into Tomorrowland and then making that circle around Magic Kingdom is the best way to do Magic Kingdom because there is just so much to do and so little time to do it and such a cramped space. If you are walking from 
Adventureland to Frontierland, all the way to Tomorrowland, then back to Fantasyland, then to Liberty Square. Like, that's just, you're going to lose your mind because you're just walking around aimlessly, not getting anything done. Same with Epcot with the World Showcase, but even even further than that, like, are you going to go towards the land pavilion after you hit Spaceship Earth? Or are you going to go more towards Test Track? It just pick a direction, decide where you want to go. It makes everything so much more relaxed. Right? Promise. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a squirrel in the road. Just pick a direction and go. You can't go wrong. I mean, here's the thing about Disney World. You really can't go wrong no matter which direction you go in. There is going to be something fun for you to do no matter where you walk to. Mm-hmm. So just... Don't worry about what's the best way. Just go, go one way and enjoy yourself. Right. You know, find the vibe, go with the flow, all the things we've said already today. Right. Right. And do it and you'll have a great time. All right. We have one more lesson, life lesson that this children one, can learn from going to Walt Disney World. This one gets me at camp too. It, it takes me off. Yeah. This is one in that a lot of people, you know, we listen to a lot of shows. We read a lot of blogs. You know, we, we pay attention to a lot of the Disney influencers. I've never seen anyone suggest that this is something kids can learn at a Walt Disney World Park. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to a Walt Disney World Park or Walt Disney Park or Disney Park. I'm calling it Walt Disney World Park. You don't have to go to a Disney Park to learn this lesson. No. But it certainly helps when you're at a Disney Park that you learn this lesson. And that is learn how to tie your shoes. If you're wearing shoes that need to be tied. Teach your kid to tie Teach your kid how to tie the shoes. Right. Tie your shoes. Keep them tied. That way you're not tripping over everything. Mom and dad are carrying a big old backpack. They're not trying to bend over, trying to tie your shoes all day. No cast member is going to do that for you. Like, you're not losing your shoe maybe on a ride or yeah. you're losing your shoe as you're trying to hurry up. And now you got to drop, you know, your shoe comes off and you got to double back and pick it up. Learn how to tie your shoes. Tying shoes is a big deal to little kids. Or understanding that you can't tie your shoes and just wearing Velcro. It's okay, mom. Let the kid wear Velcro. That's true. She doesn't need to wear tied shoes because when you send your eight-year-old to summer camp and they don't know how to tie their shoes. And then I'm sitting there and I'm tying shoes all week for an eight-year-old. I might just lose my mind. Listen, teach your kids to tie your shoes. Tying shoes is important. Shoes that have ties are much more secure in your feet. It'll keep you safer, right? Especially if you are in a hurry, you have to get out. I mean, I see people, they wear, you know, sandals and flip-flops and and Crocs or whatever. That's fine. Whatever you want, that's fine. But you can't beat a good tied shoe, especially like a sneaker or something like that at Disney World. Learn how to tie your shoes. If you haven't learned yet and you're at an age where you can possibly do that, it is a good time to learn. For sure. <laughs> because walking around without your shoes tied could lead to a big problem. For sure. So let's tie your do shoes. a quick recap. All right. The 10 of these. we went over this. This is part two, right? Part Here are the 10 we went over today. Exercise, preparation, have it, need, not need it versus need it and not have it. Go with the flow, find the vibes, unplug and pay attention. Traffic flow, sense of direction, how to read a map, pick a direction and go, and tying shoes. All right. And we also had a Disney trivia question of the week last week that we did not get a correct answer for. And we had a new trivia question this week. Mimi, do you want to read the two trivia questions that are hanging out there that we are looking for answers from? So you guys... Let us know. A right? quick reminder. Here they are. Who is the proprietor from the restaurant that Lady and the Tramp visit in Lady and the Tramp and in the Jungle Book? How do the animals refer to Mowgli? Right. That is the two questions of this week. If you have an answer for either of those questions or if you'd like to give us some advice on any life lessons that you think children can learn at Walt Disney World, Mimi, how can our fantastic listeners possibly let us know? Yeah, you guys can send us an email, disneyassembled.gmail.com, 
or you can send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all at Disney Assembled. But if you guys want to support the show further, the link to our Tee Public, Patreon, Buy Us a Dole Whip, all that other super fun stuff is on our website, DisneyAssembled.com. Make sure you go check it out. Yeah, you should do that. And you should also check out our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Disney Assembled. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, please do so. We'd really appreciate it. It doesn't cost anything. It really helps us out a lot. We'd really appreciate that. Leave us the thumbs up too if you like those videos we put out there on YouTube. Uh, we'd like to know that as well. Probably one of the best things you can do, though, to help us out is tell your friends about the show. And if you're whatever podcast player you're listening to us on right now, if you have not subscribed yet, subscribe to the show. And if you are so kind to leave us a rating and review, we'd absolutely love a kind rating and review. It really helps people find the show. And also, we read every one of those reviews. We do. And it really helps us out a lot in terms of preparing for the show and bringing additional Disney magic and joy into your lives each week. All right, Mimi, awesome. high five. Good Boom. job. Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, Disney fans everywhere, thank you so much for listening. We hope this episode brought a smile to your face, some extra joy to your week, and that, wait, to your day. To right? your day. To your day. And the very important sprinkle of pixie dust to your week. Thank you so much for listening. And again, until next time, see, see you real soon. soon. gentlemen, please collect your belongings, watch your head and step, and take small children by the hand.